Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning, y'all. You know what time it is. It's the morning hustle with my homegirl, L'Oreal. Hey. Myself, the five-footer, Kyle Santillian <laughs> in the building. And today we are joined by a special guest. This man is a superstar. That's right. You know, we got the movies. Mm-hmm. We got the albums. And even transitions to a social media superstar yes. as well. We got to give it up for Tyrese in the building. The GOAT. Yeah. Fellow Capricorn. All right. What's <laughs> up, brother? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm I'm actually happy to be back in Atlanta, even though it's gonna be less than 24 hours. Happy to be out here, man. This is uh this is where I live now. Yeah. This is home, and there's always a sense of calm that sets over me when I when I get to the house. So I, I love it out here, man. You seem to be in good spirits. I like black that. excellence. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Feel I'm it sure. in the air. How was that transition? Because LA, you are like a staple out there. I know after the parties, everybody went to Benny Hannes at your house. <laughs> at Tyrese's house. <laughs> I know. I know you was fitting a bill for a lot of that. Well, all oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, all of it. So That's I know this is a little, uh, you're saving a little bit. Yeah, here. yeah, saving. Thank you. Thank you, Atlanta, helping me to save. <laughs> um, honestly, uh, I don't know. I, I love hosting. I love people. And um, I think what better way to host and catch a vibe with people than to keep the drinks flowing yeah. and the food and the laughter and the vibes. We was just talking the other day about how many people met their wife in my backyard, mm-hmm. how many people dated, and how many business, business deals, deals. Uh, were brokered because the diversity of my parties, you just never know who was going to be there. And then I think, you know, I've heard a lot of great things, but I think one of the biggest compliments was that L.A. is full of clicks. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, he's like, yo, I feel like a star when I go to your parties yeah. because LA is like, if you ain't a part of Jay-Z's entourage or Diddy's entourage, they don't really open it up to let any and everybody in. Right. And my parties was just that where everybody like, you know, you work in LA and you're a bartender and you in, in LA chasing your dreams. You can meet five filmmakers in my backyard That's right. yeah. and, and things have changed. So I, I, you know, it's, it's been, um, been beautiful. I didn't want to bring that energy to my house in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, you didn't. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a moment. Let me ask you about that, though, because I love it. You know what I mean? The opportunity, like you said, for a bartender to be partying at Tyrese's house with whoever mm. is very dope. But in recent years, we've been hearing a lot of stories about, you know, celebrity homes in L.A. getting broken into. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do you worry about that kind of thing happening? Because, you know, people might know where you live because they came to one of your parties one day. And now they're sharing that information well, with one more, of your homies. More people know where I live than anybody else in L.A. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Right. Because, you know, I'm up. My party's like 1,200 people literally at one time in my backyard party. Performances and everything. Do you worry about some of the recent break-ins and stuff that's been happening? I mean, robbing me would be trying to rob Denzel. Who's going to rob Denzel? You know, I get along with everybody. I'm from L.A., so, you know, on a street level, we good. Yeah. On a corporate level, we good. 
You know, I, I don't bother nobody. Nobody's after me. And That's why? Right. When you have your doors open to everybody, why would they want to even target you? Yeah. It's yeah. more like you put yourself, yeah. like you, you're the people's man. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like they, the they wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I, to think, you. I think, uh, you know, not to put myself up there, but I think when you're born and raised in L.A. and you don't bother nobody, you ain't running around trying to pay this dude and that dude to stay, right. you know, stay in touch with the street. You know, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think it'll be a really bad day for somebody who ever robbed me. <laughs> right. You got outside of outside of what I got at the house waiting on them. I think I think uh, I think on a street level, if anybody go to, to, to the hood and be like, yo, we ran up in Tyree shit. They're going to be like. You what? (laughs) (laughs) Give me all that, man. We're taking that back. Taking it back. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. for sure. Slap the shit out. Treat him like a (laughs) (laughs) 13-year-old. Well, let's talk about beautiful paint, right? Now, this project is absolutely incredible, what I heard of it. And um, where do we start? You have legendary help. I'm just going to, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that, but you have a point in time on the album where you got some legendary help. Is there any way that we could get you to talk about it a little bit? Um, I don't want to give it away. Okay. <laughs> See, that's why I didn't say any names. Got a few goodies. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten some more goodies since then, you heard the album. Okay. So, yeah, you know, honestly, um, although my divorce, um, motivated me to go to the studio to create this beautiful pain album. Um, I've told people that this album for me is the hardest thing I've had to do and work on ever in my life. I wish it was somebody else's album, Mm. but it's mine. And, you know, I think when people hear this overall body of work, I look at this album as a divorce deterrent. Mm. This, the divorce made me go to the to the studio, but when you hear this album, it's gonna really make you look at your wife or your husband or whoever you're dating, and be like, "Let's make sure that we don't feel this way about each other." Mm. And so I just want to make sure I put that out in the universe. Like I think. I think a lot of times when people are in a relationship and then they become single, then they want to beat the single drum. Yeah. I don't want nobody to be single. I don't want nobody to feel anything that I'm feeling. I don't want anybody to hear this album and be motivated to leave the person that they're with. You feel like if you listen to this album, you should be saying to yourself, all right, Tyrese went through this, so I don't have to. That's it. Sacrificial lamb. Mm. So when you did go through your divorce, some people say that there's a process that you need to go through to get into another situation, and, and that's a healing process, right? It seems like uh, we we don't know the timeline as well as you do, obviously, but it, do, it does seem like you moved on rather quickly when it came to another relationship. No. Mm-mm. I think... Um... It's not in everybody's cars to be alone when they go through some real shit, you know? I think um, I think what happens is people project their process mm. off onto you. Mm-hmm. Um, if your mama die, like mine's died, God forbid, um, 
you're supposed to be around your family. You're supposed to do whatever it takes to make sure that you emotionally get to the other side. Right. My mama died. Am I supposed to be at home alone? No. Right, I understand. Does my process of healing look the same way as yours do? No. It doesn't. Right. Some people go clubbing, partying. Some people want to travel and go to India and go on a spiritual retreat. That ain't for me. I never wanted to go to club. I didn't want to be a 44-year-old nigga in the club, even though I could afford everything. Mm-hmm. What, what, is, what is that? Right. What does that look like for me? Um, I didn't want to... I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm not going to go pop up at everybody's house and be in everybody's studio session just to go busy myself up so I can look like I'm all right. Mm-hmm. My process is my process. And, and I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think... Uh, I think, you know, I have a problem, and I'm not saying that to you. I have a problem with people who create what I'm supposed to do with my life mm-hmm. right. with my process. My process for healing don't look like anybody else's, nor should yours. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you go through something really dark or uncomfortable, you can find yourself breaking up with that person and you find yourself cutting off a bunch of friends and family because of who you're dating. Right. Soon as that relationship is over, first thing you do is get back with your friends, family and loved ones that your boyfriend or girlfriend was uncomfortable with you being around. Right. And you realize that in that relationship, your relationships prior to him or her were suffocating. Mm-hmm. And now you get back with them and they give you the oxygen that you didn't have while you was in that relationship. Sure. It's 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 life. Everybody has a process. So I feel like the woman that I'm in a relationship with now, the first thing is she never asked to be here. Right. I was very married. I was married to a Gibson and, and we created a Gibson that was one years old. She left for whatever her reasons are, and never came back. And it wasn't in me to be alone. This is not a Band-Aid. This is not something that's disposable. If it was about getting with this woman until I feel better, I feel better. Right. Right. So why haven't I chucked her away? Mm -hmm. Going to your process, too, like, you know... Not just moving on and having other people support you. Part of the process is making the album, right? Part of the therapy is putting these thoughts, these feelings, this yeah. energy yeah. that coming off of this divorce into the album and creating beautiful pain, like you said. Yeah. Um. I, and I saw. Well, that, I've discovered the beauty in my pain from being in this relationship. Right. But that being said, knowing that you're dealing with raw emotions and you're talking about your past relationship, I saw that there was an attempt to maybe quiet you on speaking on a relationship, Mm -hmm. but you said, no, I have to be able to, I have to be free Mm -hmm. to experience this, put this out there for the world. Can you talk a little bit about how important it is for you to get those emotions and those feelings? I'm sorry, can I ask who tried to silence you from talking about their Social media. Okay. Comments. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, it's our fault as men that we don't bleed out loud as much as we should. Yeah. Um, You know, there was this shame that was on all of us as black and brown people when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. And 
we as a community have now normalized the dialogue and conversation in and around mental health. So now people feel more comfortable with bleeding out loud to talk about anxiety, slipping in and out of depressions and all of the things that we carry pertaining to mental health. The conversation is now open. Yeah. But what is not open yet is that men feel too. We cry too. Mm -hmm. We feel what we feel about marriages and relationships and baby mama drama and the family law court system who will fuck over you without even blinking because you walk in the courtroom born as a man. Mm -hmm. Irregardless, the things are always some way, somehow going to work in the mother's favor. And that is a reality that we have to live with, period. But yet, as soon as we start talking about it, instead of people, not just women, listening to us bleed out loud and say, that's the way you feel, as soon as we start talking about the things that we feel and that we're carrying, people will process it as us bashing women. Right. And yet when Mary J. Blige released an album, it's not received as bashing men. Right. Or when Adele releases her divorce album, it's not considered bashing mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Because women have normalized talking about lies, cheating, heartbreaks, pain, divorce. They have normalized the dialogue. So people are ready to receive it as long as it's a woman delivering the message. Mm-hmm. So they coming at me online and they're telling me that I want my ex back. Did y'all ever say that Adele wants her ex-husband back? Mm-mm. Right. Because she released a whole album singing about her ex-husband while being in a relationship with LeBron's agent, mm-hmm. Chris Paul. He's got the biggest ego Rich of them all. Right. Rich, Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Yeah. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You have said things like the other day you said, I wish I was still married. So I think when, and I appreciate your openness. We love that about you. That's how I feel. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But people are allowed to say back how they feel as well, correct? But but let's let's unpack that. Mm -hmm. I wish I was still married doesn't mean I want her back. Right. I miss the sanctuary of marriage. When I was married... It did something for my confidence and it did something for the vibrations in and around my life that I had never felt or experienced ever in my life. See, my first marriage was fake. I married her to keep her in the country because we had a baby on the way. Right. Right. And I did whatever I needed to do to make sure that I wasn't flying all the way to London to spend time with my child. Right. As soon as she got her green card, I filed for divorce because we had a plan. Right. 
right? Now, I hope I don't get arrested. I was about shit. to say, wait a minute. <laughs> statue of limitations, right? There you go, statue. There you go. <laughs> so, so when I got married this time, yeah. there was an actual decision like, wow, the butterflies I feel in my stomach. I feel like this is everything that I've been praying for. Yeah. It's lonely out here. Mm-hmm. Even if you got a different woman or three women every other night in your bed, you still feel alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to st- for me to have what I had, I never wanted to lose it. Yeah. And so no one should twist my words to tell me, well, if you wish you were still married, are you saying you wish you were still married to Samantha? No. This woman left. She doesn't want me no more. Mm-hmm. And... At the time, I did whatever it took to try and get her back. No pride, no ego. I, I want y'all to, to to realize I'm one of the best beggars of all time. <laughs> you even you would beg. Keep sweat. You Listen, would keep sweat. no, he's right because you even <laughs> beg for other people. My brother DJ Envy told me about how you helped him and Gia really get back together. Gia was like, if it wasn't for Tyrese, there would be no me and DJ Envy. Well, if it wasn't for what God used Tyrese to do, I can't get credit for that. But you begged for him. (laughs) I I am a sucker for love. They decided to go public with what God, that was an assignment that that God gave me. And when when it's an assignment, it's uncomfortable to hear about it. Yeah. Because it ain't about me. You didn't do it for that. I didn't do it. I mean, DJ Envy don't even play my music. (laughs) He said so, he didn't even know you like that. Yeah, I, when I you don't. Called him. I, I did not yeah. know him. Yeah. Uh, when I was on the phone with his wife, uh, probably four or five conversations into this assignment, the first thing I thought was like, "Oh my God, they're probably gonna think I'm a super weirdo, <laughs> and that I want something out of this. Like, what is this? He's, he's mentioning God. Is he mentioning God as a form of manipulation to get us to feel comfortable with how random this is? I didn't know what they were thinking about, but all I can tell you is they did the work. Yeah. Okay. And every time they're on vacation or every time Envy is arranging another surprise, I, I, I it became very clear to me that she was hurt and he was hurt for what he did to cause hurt but they had to take that journey. Mm-hmm. And whatever God used me to do in that moment, I wish somebody did that for me. That's what I was going to ask you. Not one person, Tyrese, stood up and was like, listen, let me talk to you and Sam. Let me, let's me let figure this out. Not one person. And you've definitely been there for Plenty a ton of people. Plenty of people reached out and tried to help, but no one took the journey. Envy and his wife couldn't get rid of me, even if that mission had taken eight months. <laughs> right. It was it was whatever it takes. Now, the thing is, as soon as I knew and felt, you've done it. Yeah. I was out. Mm-hmm. They never heard from me again. Right. And he I don't still go, don't play the damn music. Hey, still don't play. <laughs> but I never went to New York and was like, yo, let's do a follow-up lunch and then like, I was out. I right. hit the parachute button. I was gone. Felt like the job was done. And and they decided to do podcasts and write books and do all the interviews about it, which is beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's uncomfortable because yeah. I never did it for any of that. You know, right. I did it because, you know, I, I feel like 
And we all do God's work in our own capacity. It's not about saving marriages. Whatever God used you to do this week, mm-hmm. it, I look at it as heavenly deposits. Mm. You, know, you put it up in the kingdom, and some way, somehow, when you do something on behalf of the kingdom, it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about what you said about desiring to be married. You mm-hmm. said you desire to be married. You don't want to go back to your ex, and you're happy in your current relationship. So yes. Does that mean there's a, another wedding on the horizon? Um, well, let's just say my commitment, as I've expressed to Zelly, is let's just do the best we can with every 24 hours that we get. Okay. I think one of the most devastating aspects of a marriage ending for me was I, I fixed my mind to do this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I never cheated. The only woman I've kissed in five years when I was with her was Naomi Harris's forehead <laughs> in the movie Black, Black and Blue. And Blue right? Yeah, which that doesn't count because you got paid right. to do so. Well, I wasn't even willing to kiss her on the lips in the movie because really? I was like, what insecurities would I create in my wife for me kissing this woman? Wow. In this even movie? though she understands that's what you do for a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that... that can I can I do the forehead instead? Yeah. Oh man, the scene says you're supposed to kiss her on the lips. But man, I, I might create some insecurities in my wife if if I'm like kissing wow. this woman. Yeah, but you're an actor. I know, right. man. But I mean, the scene doesn't really call for me to kiss her in the mouth because we're here at a graveyard. She's she's walking up to the the wall for the my mother memorial. You know the scene. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I think it'd be better if I just did the forehead. And that's what I did. Yeah. That's that's crazy. You know, when I think about Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union and the love child that Dwayne had and the fact that they're still together, Mm -hmm. I just appreciate a man and a woman taking the journey. Mm -hmm. Now, every marriage or relationship has its challenges, but when you get thrown these random haymakers... You have to look at your husband and look at your wife and say, it says through thick and thin, for better, for worse, sickness and health, till death do us apart, and neither one of us are dead. Now, can I leave you because of what you said or what you did? Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. But can I imagine that my life would actually be better after cutting this off? Mm -hmm. Your marriage, when you're with the right one, feels like a lifeline. I did not want to be without my lifeline. Yeah. Understood. And I believe Gabrielle Union and Dwayne and any other person that's known for like, oh man, the relationship was is about to end because, you know, their love child mm-hmm. or cheating or infidelity. You're going to be cheated on. Period. You can leave your husband if you want. You're going to be cheated on again. Mm-hmm. But... Are you going to be cheated on by somebody that you're just in a relationship with? Or are you going to be cheated on by your soulmate? Mm. And then to, to make the decision to say, I don't want to lose this. And if cheating is your problem, let's go do therapy and counseling to figure out how can we, how can I step my game up and you step your game up to make sure that we want for nothing outside of this marriage. Mm-hmm. I you know, mean, the internet's going to get you for that one, saying I, you're going to be cheated on. I wouldn't know, but see, <laughs> no, 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 I don't, I don't mind. That. Yeah. I don't mind. You I, don't I, cheat, though. You yeah. haven't cheated. You didn't cheat in your marriage? I've cheated on every woman 
I had ever been with prior to Samantha. Except for her. Except for her. Okay, and Zelly as well. I've never cheated on Zelly. Exactly. So yeah. you you can not be cheated on in a relationship. So no. that's not what he means. Like, no, you're no, going to no, be. No, no, not no, everybody's no, going to no, get cheated on. No, no, no. That's all I said. That's no, that's not what he means. No, no, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. First of all, I think I'm a little past backlash and controversy. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one here <laughs> sure. with a 12-minute crying video on the internet. So we're good. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Well, how you know? I got it. Well, I got an 11-minute one. No, you know, okay. Capricorn is the same. <laughs> Emotional. So I think after my life and my career survived the lowest of the lowest point, I'm okay yeah, for sure. to talk about what I'm thinking and feeling. And I, I I don't, I'm not doing this for clickbait. Right. I'm, I'm basically saying there is a, there is a very mature, listen, let me say this. Let me, let me just, let me, let me back this up a little. Okay. <laughs> for those of you with parents and great grandparents or grandparents that's been married for 40, 50 years. My grandfather and my grandmother are celebrating 55 years of marriage. Right. You telling me your grandmother ain't never got cheated on? <laughs> Grandpa definitely digged in another pot somewhere. I don't know are where Are you was. telling me right now? First of all, your grandfather that cheated on your grandmother after they've been married for 55 years... When your grandfather was a Rolling Stone while still being married, he didn't have Instagram. Right. Mm -hmm. He didn't have Facebook. Right. He didn't have to worry about the woman he was cheating on posting about it. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't true. no cameras on phones 55 yeah. years ago. Facts. Okay? So... Are you telling me that your grandmother and grandfather... See, we could all celebrate. Wow, they've yeah. been together for 60 <laughs> years. That marriage has had to survive every health scare. Yeah. All of the 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 traumas that come along with in-laws and jealousy and mm -hmm. envy, money up, money down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That marriage has had to survive a whole lot. Yeah. But your fickle ass <laughs> yep. has seen that filing for divorce has been normalized because your marriage after 10 years of marriage don't get the same publicity of positivity from being married for 10 years as you would from filing for divorce after 10 years. Now you yeah. all over the headlines. See, the devil has normalized dysfunction. Yeah. Right. See, when you get out of jail from doing 10 years, you got every nigga from your childhood imaginable showing up to hometown buffet to eat. Mm -hmm. But when you go to college and you graduate after 10 years and you come on with your PhD, it's going to be four niggas there. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. See, the negativity seems to be way more popular than the positivity. These articles of this woman who played Eva Mendez stunt double, 
She's beautiful, girl. And me and Paul were smashing the same girl on the set of Too Fast, Too Furious oh. and didn't even know it. What? Wow. Was it her? No. The, the oh, stunt oh, double. The stunt stunt double. double. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. It was Eva Mendez's stunt double. Wow. And we were both just complimenting this girl every day. And for whatever reason, we just didn't say we were both smashing the same girl. And then we told each other. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> and then her goofy ass just recently did an interview letting the world know. But it gets even worse with her because <laughs> people don't know this. First of all, women wanting to have sex with the homies. <laughs> Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Oh, <laughs> Let's just generalize that. Okay. okay. You know, we, from, we, we, we hood niggas, so we, we understand that. <laughs> but, but, uh, the girl that dated or was having was smashing me and Paul on the set of Too Fast, Too Furious, ended up popping up at at a house that I was living with. Uh, I was living with Kim Kardashian's first husband. Okay. Damon Thomas. Okay. The producer. The producer. Mm -hmm. And I was living with him. Him and Kim had broke up at that point. And this same girl. This girl is everywhere. Ended up in the kitchen. <laughs> I walked there. in the kitchen. I was like, and I pulled Damon to the So I was like, yo, Damon, you know that this girl is. He was like, oh, man, for real? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, just leave it alone, man. Don't say nothing. I was like, huh? Yeah, right. You know, but who there. stopped first, like Paul or you, when y'all both? I don't think we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Did she know that both of y'all knew about each other and her? We never announced it to her. But she right. knew. She and we knew. had like another month of filming left. I was like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is all right. These movies says a while, bro, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she must have had something good going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a, she was sharing it. <laughs> Let me pumpkin switch. pie, pumpkin pie. Let me switch gears with you. <laughs> Let me switch gears with you really quick because we all saw how you supported Will Smith after everything that happened between him and Chris Rock. Uh, Eddie Murphy made the joke. You came out and said, come on, let's move past this. I didn't feel like that was tasteful. When are we going to let it go? Because he yeah. gave him $5 million. No, he didn't. I know, I know. Ray J came out and said, who is Tyrese to tell Eddie Murphy not to make jokes on Will Smith? My question for you is, since the incident, have you spoken to Will? Have you spoken to, spoken to Eddie? Have you spoken to Ray J? Where's Tyrese? I definitely spoke to Will. You know, uh, Will was just at my house here in Atlanta. So, um, you know, I just think, I think what happens is uh, maybe that's the South Central L.A. in me, man. I just think if Suge Knight had walked up on that stage and slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, the controversy would have lasted two weeks and it had been over. Mm -hmm. mm. I just think Will is such a good guy. Mm -hmm. He's so positive. He represents that level of positivity. It's just turned into well over a year of a beatdown. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yo, I mean, are comedians running out of jokes? Yeah. Mm. You know, are, are, are we hurting for material to where if you got a comedy special or any album or a movie to promote, you're going to figure out a way to milk the shit out of the Will Smith moment? Yeah, I take it personal because I do love him and he has changed my life. Um, along with everybody else's life that he's changed from just being himself. But 
I don't know. I just, you know, I, I just wanted to put that out there in the universe. Hopefully that that comment, because I don't have a problem with Eddie Murphy cracking right. the joke. Right. I just got a problem with the joke about the slap continuing. Mm-hmm. Right. And now that Chris Rock has finally talked about the incident himself, can we move on? Yeah, right. it's like, like that enough. Be the end of it, right? Enough like, are, are we now, are we 40, 50 comedians going to continue speaking out on behalf of Chris Rock? That He's a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. He was the one that got slapped. Let him talk about how he feels about his shit and use the jokes and the humor or the controversy to to his own end. Yeah. Um, sure. That's, that's kind of it. I mean, and it ain't, it ain't none of my business. Right. But... I'm just like, man, you know, enough. Yeah. I mean, you have an opinion and you're entitled to opinion like everyone else is on social media and anywhere else. But uh, did you, did he ever ask you about the money and that whole conversation? Because you did speak out about it and say that was when you were going through. Listen, uh, I was, I was on psych meds, which is called Rick Salty. I announced that my wife at the time was pregnant and she wasn't. I announced a few things. Yeah. I, like, we just got a phone call from Will. I'd never talked to Will Smith. Yeah, but I was saying, I just mean, like, did he ever even hear you say no, that? No, Will, Will Smith and his wife, Jada, and everybody, Charlie Mack, everybody was worried about me. Yeah. Everybody, they, they never felt a way about the fact that I went public with some money right. and saying that it's on the way. They never, they never went there. Yeah. Like, yo, this nigga crazy, man. What is he doing? You know, they went into that's our brother. Yeah, something's going on with him. Charlie, is he okay? Because Charlie came to the house like he. They sent Charlie to the house to just make sure I was alright. So it was. It, it was. They were never tripping on the money or the okay. announcement. Yeah. And you know, I was on the psych meds for like another three months after that happened, and never knew that anything. Never knew that the crying video was on the internet. Never knew that I was a meme. Never knew that any of that shit was going on until three months later when the psych meds were finally out of my system. That's great. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I think that's what's ironic, how everybody is speaking on mental health and how it can really affect people. But then they turn around and when you're being open and honest about what you're going through, make a meme out of it, make jokes out of it. It's kind of like counterproductive. And yeah, but I would have I would have made a joke out of it, too. You would have? Yeah, I mean, you know that that was the hottest shit, which I didn't know, but that was the hottest shit 
period. You know, yeah. all the comedy, the memes. Congratulations! What more? What more it, do you want? What more me? do you want from me? Yeah. I mean, shit. I I think. I mean, I've done 17 movies since that crying video. I've closed some of the biggest deals, you know, created levels of generational wealth mm -hmm. from certain deals and opportunities that's presented itself. I'm thinking to myself, shit, if all of this happened after the lowest <laughs> point in my life, maybe I need to do a what more do you want for me part two. <laughs> I'm like, man, maybe my yeah. ugly faces should have went up a couple notches. Because I'm wondering if it hurt your feelings at any point. Because we all are human, and I, we did all it hurt have my feelings? feelings. Did of it? course it did. Yeah. Because I mean, look at me. I'm a fly dude. <laughs> I have a confidence about me. I have a stature about me. I carry myself a certain kind of way. Yeah. You know, I move and function from a place of confidence. I mean. It wasn't just the general public, meaning the fans. I had to walk in some rooms and go to some award shows and yeah. be in the presence of some people. I'm like walking in a room knowing that everybody's seen the video. Man, that shit was definitely uh. a confidential, um, a confidence killer. Yeah. yeah. You, you know? as a person who has been a celebrity for so long, I feel like that's never been through anything like that ever. No, no, yeah. for sure. I feel like that's one of the most um, difficult parts, most likely, because I'm not a celebrity, so only you could tell me. Mm. But most difficult parts about being in that level of the spotlight, no matter what you do, is going to be dissected, analyzed, yeah. made fun of, some yeah. support, some hate. Well, I, you know I'm what a, I mean? I'm you have tell to you, balance all of that on your shoulders. I'm going to tell you, though, man. Because I'd like to wrap it up, which like, okay, well, what, boom, boom, you know, talking about it, no problem. Mm -hmm. But they said that there's life and death in the tongue. Mm. I had a number one song that was number one for 16 weeks entitled Shame. Mm -hmm. I love that song. Great song. And the most shameful shit in the world ended up happening to me. After. Mm. Spoken into existence. Mm -hmm. Spoken into existence. Are y'all making the connection yes. now? Yes. For sure. Well, let's, on a light note. Let's well, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. Okay, I'm, sorry. This okay, is okay. Go you ain't got to lighten it up. But I love this conversation. Okay. So, the most shameful thing in the world ended up happening after the biggest song of my career entitled Shame. And then... There was, there was some financial stuff going on. There was the baby mama drama with the accusations. I linked up with this psychiatrist. I was linked up with a psychiatrist that says, your daughter was taken from you for 100 days. No calls, no contacts. You're all over the place emotionally, as I should be as a father, that mm -hmm. my daughter was taken from me. Right. Take these psych meds to help stabilize your mood. Sure. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I do no drugs. I've never had a sip of wine. See? Never had a sip I've, of wine. Ever in my life. Wow. There's no Molly X. There's no Xan. There's no nothing in my system. Mm -hmm. So if you put some segments in my system, it's going to have extreme adverse effects. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I'm not taking drugs, preparing myself for the ultimate drug. Right. I'm pure. Right. I got you. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's only a few of us. Akon, don't drink, don't smoke. It's a couple of us out 50. here. you the only one it's in like this three room. Yeah. 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 And that's it. Yeah. So you put something in 50 system, expect the worst. You put something in Akon system, expect the worst. Right. Um, so 
that ended up messing me up. But I think in my mind, after it was all over, I was I was on my knees in tears, praying to God, like, wow, did I really come this far just to come this far? Yeah. What am I supposed to learn from this? And I realize that if you go back to my Instagram or any of my rants and social media posts while I was on the psych meds, without me even knowing, all I kept doing was talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. I was posting Bible scriptures and mm -hmm. verses. I kept repeating, um, I shall live, I shall not die, said it the Lord. Over and over and over, people was like, yo, you said that out verbatim, you said it loud every single day. And I was like, even while I'm out of my mind, I'm still calling on, on Jesus. That shows that it's in your heart. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Who's gonna get you out of this now? Think about this for a second. I'm gonna take you out there. Since you open up the door, I'm gonna take you out mm -hmm. there. Who's gonna get you out of this now? There's nobody you can call to help you financially. There's nobody that can make a phone call that can help your career to turn it around to get you to the other side. There's nobody physically here in your house while you're dealing with everything you're dealing with. But this outcry became a specific outcry to God. Mm -hmm. I was operating vehicles while I was on psych meds and never ran anybody over. Mm. So we say, Jesus, take the wheel. He literally, literally. took the wheel. Mm. Wow. So I'm going to say to you, Hopefully you don't have no psych meds oh, and no Lord. episode that you go through. Yeah. Hopefully you don't do anything that would ever allow for you to uh, dive into such a dark, uncomfortable rabbit hole. But if you are going through your own version of a rabbit hole, I was sent here today to tell you to call on the Lord Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and allow him to be invited to your most intimate, vulnerable places and spaces and... He'll get all the credit for everything that he took you out of and everything that he will get you out of. If you're in the middle of it now, mm -hmm. I've been there. Mm -hmm. Invite him in. Say, I am nothing without you. Mm -hmm. I have no clue of how to get out of this. I have no clue of what's to come on the other side. I don't know what I'm supposed to learn from this all, but use me up and allow for me to give you all the glory. Now, there is no handsome, there is no joke that I can crack, there is no mansion that I can buy, there is no car in my driveway that could help me to turn it all around. The only person that did it was God. Yeah. It is. And speaking of psych meds, I couldn't even get myself out of it because I was out of my mind. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm a Capricorn. We know how to we know how to think our way out of some shit. Mm -hmm, that's right. We're like mad scientists yes, that get are. in the basement and we'd be like, we be thinking, right, child. Well, that shit went wrong. That was crazy. You know, I'm gonna make this call, connect this, and then I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna go about. That's I'm gonna get the internet to stop thinking about this, and I'm gonna do. This. We're very strategic. Yes, right. we are. You can't think of no strategies when you're out of your mind. Mm -hmm. Facts. God showed up for me while I was in my regular state of mind. It's been 20 plus years. Bro, my Coca-Cola commercial was only 30 seconds. Right. How many people have had popular commercials <laughs> and their careers have came and went? Yeah. Right. So God had all of this in mind for me. 
And then now I look at it as the reset. I've never done this much movie, this many movies prior to a crying video. They know you could cry now. Uh, I'm a, it's real. Right, for sure. That nigga's a crying nigga for real. <laughs> so even this song, I Don't Think You Ever Love Me, is my outcry. Yeah. And it's my truth. And I hope that you take my stuff and you do better. Mm -hmm. I hope that you look at all the flaws and shortcomings, the lows, along with the highs, and you say, man... During the lows, he's giving it to God, and during the highs, he's giving it to God. I don't want you giving me credit for it. I'm doing the work, yes, but I don't want you to give me credit Understood. when the credit belongs to the kingdom. Let's bring it back. First of all, that was a word right there. Yes, it was. Come on, Tyrese. You better preach on this morning. Let's bring it back to that, man. <laughs> don't Think You Ever Love Me is the song. Yes. New album coming Amazing out, Beautiful song. Pain. A double album. What's the release date on this album? Um, I have to finish it first. Oh, you still haven't finished it <laughs> He yet. got like a thousand songs. <laughs> you just don't feel like it's complete yet? Yeah, it's. I got a lot of work to do. And then it's been very, I mean, I'm not with this woman anymore, nor do I want to be with her. And I'm sure she don't want to be with me. I'm sure of it. But I think in every relationship you get in, the goal is to push your ex to the back of your head and mm -hmm. kind of move on. Yeah. You know, and focus on where you are now. Mm-hmm. But when you got to go to the studio to sing a whole album oh, about yeah. those feelings, mm -hmm. you know, I'm back in the car now. Right. And it ain't been easy. You know, it takes me seven, eight days um, to recover from recording one song. Wow. Because well, it, like if you sort the sooner you get it out and to the world, the sooner you can kind of move past that as well, right? As long as you're still uh, No, the because once the album drop, I still got a tour with the album. Yeah, and you right. need a tour, talk mm -hmm. about it. Still got to go get them eight Grammy nominations. I know. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Well, let's go get them, man. <laughs> right, well, I do want to ask you, uh, last about your daughter, Shayla. Uh, she's at that dating age now. No. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I got you. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. So no, she hasn't tried to like slide that no. into you? No, moving on. <laughs> Next question. I'm with you, bro. He's so funny. My last question um, that I have for you, just about the music. I saw in one of your posts, you were talking in length about meeting with record labels, um, you know, wanting to find a home uh, when it comes to your music. I'm like, yo, Tyrese has 16 million Instagram followers. You have all of these movies. You have the fame. In this day and age, in this digital day and age, why not just put the album out yourself independently? Well, my last two albums were independent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't. You didn't want to. I owned my masters. I had a deal with you know Universal, Caroline, which is a label services type of deal. Um, yeah, I can do it on my own. But I think honestly, there's a beautiful aspect of being independent. It's very expensive to be independent. Okay. If I didn't have my movie money, there would be no independent career. Mm. I think a lot of folks don't really understand that concept. I'm independent. I own my own masses. Do you understand that you got to put up all the money Understood. Yeah. to get your shit off the ground? Uh, and so if I was just in music, there would have been no successful uh, open invitation with my song Stay and Black Rose with Shame. Mm -hmm. Those whole albums were all independent. So I'm no longer in a situation my song is number nine on Billboard as of today. It's going up and up and up. And so I want to use the success of this album thus far and help me to go find another situation. But um, 
what I'm realizing now is that there are people out here that, that don't understand the vibrations and the seriousness of this album. Mm. And so I can't just say, oh, you willing to do a deal with me? Right, it got to be the right place. It's got to be the right situation. And there's only so many labels and so many executives that are out here right now that even understand that pedigree of song making. Right, For sure. right. For sure. Um, you know, I don't want to be on a label with Lil Tay Tay. <laughs> <laughs> but I like his new song. <laughs> no, 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 Tay Tay is. I don't. Lil Ray Ray. Lil JJ. Lil KK. I can't. I, I don't. I don't really know. Hey man, give us a second. We wrapping up our meeting with Lil Tay Tay. We gonna come up in here, right. talk to Tyrese about beautiful pain. It it, it, doesn't, it doesn't. You know. Rest. So you got Atlantic. You got RCA. You got Warner Brothers. There's only a few record labels out here that, in my mind, have executives that's been in the game 25-plus years that come from that pedigree. You know, Larry Jackson, I did two albums with him. He just got a billion-dollar deal. So if I met up with Clive Davis and I pressed play on him, Mm -hmm. he would understand this album. Right. You know, so you got It's a good album, Tyree. So like, I can't really. I can't play around with this and just like, oh, let me go find a situation. I can go find a situation tomorrow. I can release the shit tomorrow. I could afford it to yeah. do it all on my own. Yeah. I can go, I got enough money to go print up physical CDs, set up an Amazon store. I got oh, I now, get... now you know what Amazon is. Now you're gonna put it on Amazon. <laughs> you just found out about Amazon last week. I did. <laughs> How come nobody told you about Amazon? Well, first of all. I've been aware of Amazon, but every time I seen something, I would send them the link and have them to order it. <laughs> well, then now I'm smart. online now doing, doing it, it myself, yeah. and it's cracking. It's cracking. But like, what's your bill looking like for your first Amazon order? Whew. It's cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get into it. Tyrese, we appreciate you taking the time with us yes. today. We look yeah. forward to the album, Beautiful Pain, the double album coming whenever you finish it up. Yep. And uh, man, last thing for our listeners right now, the hustlers, we leave you the last word. What do you want to say to everybody? Um, I just want to say to everybody, um, stay encouraged. Um, you may not be willing to post on your Instagram what you're carrying, what you're thinking, and what you're feeling, but stay encouraged. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, of all the people in the world, I mean, I'm irrelevant in music. I haven't dropped, but every, I don't drop, but every eight to 10 years. You're number nine on the right. charts. You're far from irrelevant right. in music. But it means a lot to me <laughs> that of all the people out here that's got all this hotness on them with clicks and entourages and they dropping every other week, every other year, that y'all have still decided that something about me matters. And I just want to say thank you. Mm. Um, and I mean it. Thank you for some way, even if you love me, hate me, even if you stalk in my IG timeline <laughs> because you one of my biggest haters, I appreciate it. You know, haters become lovers. There you go. At That's some point. Fact. There you go. That's a fact. Um, they love you more than you love yeah, the people that yeah. tell your fans. So I, I just appreciate y'all deciding to love little old bitty me. And, um... <laughs> If I'm doing anything or going about my life in any way that that's inspiring you to keep going, I'm just grateful that um, y'all are still holding my hand and praying for me and giving love throughout this journey. So 
I'm definitely going to keep it interesting. Uh, I can't help yeah. but keep it interesting, but <laughs> appreciate y'all. Right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate y'all having And the Black Tie album on the way. It is, man. No. <laughs> Morning no. Hustle with L'Oreal, Kyle Santilli, and Tyrese what, no in the building. No more It's a wrap. No? <laughs> it's a wrap. Uh, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>